Hello, welcome to the Texture Lounge. Today, I had the pleasure of chatting with the CEO and founder of Lauren Napier Beauty. She is such a light. Honestly, I think when you you hear the interview, you will hear exactly why I say that. And um, I definitely recommend you go check her out on on Instagram at Lauren Napier Beauty, um, just to kind of get a feel for her vibe. But she's super cool. She's very generous with her time and with her knowledge. So, I mean, look, Lauren went from, you know, she was a flight attendant, um, then became a makeup artist. And it was while she was in flight that she came up with the idea of her infamous makeup removal wipes that have totally reinvigorated the market. They've been featured in some top titles like Vogue, Allure, Essence, and Cosmopolitan, and a heck of a lot more. And then she became a founder, founder of Lauren Napier Beauty, which is all about clean skin. It's all about natural ingredients. She's even trademarked the phrase, there's beauty in taking it off, which I think is super powerful. I think when it comes to beauty and when it comes to makeup, there's always this preconception that we just have to, you know, it's all about piling or layering and adding. Uh, We don't really talk about the act of taking it off, right? So that's why this episode is is called Taking Off the Mask and Exposing the Real You. So, without further ado, welcome Lauren Napier. What is your definition of beauty, Lauren? Oh my gosh, it's such a, um, my definition of beauty, it comes from, and this is going to sound super cliche, but it comes from within. I have experienced a lot of, um, I've experienced so many things with people. And I always find that the most beautiful people are, are, um, are beautiful from the inside out. Right. You know, it, it's affecting yeah. whether they have some sort of healthy uh, mantra that they live by they have this very beautiful spiritual persona or they just have like a really superficial uh note but a really healthy diet you know that mm-hmm. actually gives attributes itself to their physical yeah. uh attraction so beauty is a lot of things to me but most of all it's like um if you feel confident in who you are that mm-hmm. beauty also is fully and completely on display and um it it transcends so that's what beauty is to me it's transcendent and what about your own personal beauty style you know as it pertains to skincare and makeup like what does that what does that look like for you so my beauty style is actually very um it's uh my beauty style is very i think minimalist and it's um it has its own like deep kind of quality to it um it's effortless and it's a little bit messy. It's for sure unrefined, but well-informed. Even when my hair is not in its absolute natural state, it's, um, it's straight, but it's very bedhead. Mm-hmm. Um, love of a casual chic moment, because oftentimes that means that you are uh, wearing the outfit. The outfit is not wearing you, but it is definitely detailing your mood. Um, and so I love that. I just think it's, it's a lot of it is also about individuality. I grew up in, I grew up in Texas in the nineties and, um, also Las Vegas and the women were just so fixed and put together. And while I was inspired by that all of the time, um, I also just love this sort of informal, uh, nineties, late eighties, sort of yuppie sort of, um, Mm -hmm you know, Kate Moss, Naomi Campbell, when they were ultra relaxed, the brass, uh, white t-shirt jeans on her album cover, Vanessa Williams on her album cover, um, all the way up to like Mariah Carey, who is never not done, but in the nineties, she really had this like effortless thing going. Mm -hmm. And so uh, even, you know, who, (laughs) People don't like, I think, to to acknowledge her, but like the Robin Givens. Oh, she, yeah. You know, she was a brown girl, skinny girl, uh, natural hair, big hair. Um, so but true. she had super effortless 90s vibe going, too. Mm-hmm. And, and I looked at 
to the all of those women as like the chic, effortless, beautiful um, role models of beauty. So that's that's sort of where I was informed by formal, very well put together Southern beauty. But I really started to gain interest during that um, effortless vibe that everybody was was uh, showcasing in the 90s. I love that because um, as you're saying and listing all those um, celebrities that were super effortless in those in those times, I was trying to think of who kind of replicate, who kind of owns that right now and who do I kind of gravitate towards um, that speaks to me? Because I too, like you, I love the, the perfectly messy hair. Like that is all, that's my vibe. It's, it's, per- it's perfect actually, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love Zazie Beats. She... I'm obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Actually, I've been like doing these things. Yes. And like checking out my like little tendrils and sides because I'm into it. You know, you know what? Uh, I am going to take my headphones off because that is the exact style that I rock today, but you can't see it because of the headphones. Oh, I got to see. Like the top um, heavy yeah. and then you've got the sides out. She's she's definitely a total vibe. She's the babe. Yes. She's her. She's in her like. But she's definitely in her bag, but she's definitely like knows who she is. Mm-hmm. She changes it. Um, she is everything that is also natural and effortless and just in her own zone. And so I really appreciate that, um, that confidence, but just like the overall style. It does. It is a vibe. When do you feel the most beautiful? Oh, my gosh. You know what? Right after I wash my face. I think a lot of times I feel really, really great, you know, when I put my makeup on and I'm running out of the house. But yeah. in the morning when I face and my um, skin has absorbed the water and the moisture and the serums and things I just put on and and um, and I'm having my first glass of water and I see myself in the sun's right. That's actually when I feel the best um, and oftentimes the most beautiful. Um you know, the morning is a start to a new day. There's always newness. And even if you went to bed, you know, in a not in your favorite mood, I think that the morning, the which I did last night, um, uh, not the best mood, but I woke up feeling better. I woke up feeling rejuvenated. I woke up feeling um, like, you know, it was time to start over and reset. And that's what I love about the morning. It allows you to do that every day. Are you a morning person? Um, I, yeah, the answer yeah. to that is yes. Yeah. My, uh, time of most, I guess, productivity has uh-huh. changed. Definitely the morning. Like I will, I will go to sleep on you really early, but I will wake up on you and, and it's like, five so I'm very much the morning person. Uh, I'm the same. I need to figure out my evening schedule though, because like, I just feel sorry for my husband because I always end up falling asleep way too early in the evening. Like he's always game to watch a movie and I'm always like, yeah, sure. Put it on. Let's, let's, let's watch it. Literally 15, 20 minutes in, it's like 8.30 PM. And I'm like head on his shoulder gone. You know, like I need to, I need to figure out how to stay up later. And I don't drink coffee. I'm not even doing that. I'm just honest with myself and the person that I'm watching a movie with. It's like, I'm not going to watch this movie, but I'll sleep next to you while you enjoy it. And that's like the story. (laughs) I I have a reputation amongst all of my friends and family of not being able to stay awake through a movie. And I just like, well, I'll have to talk to you about it later or I'll have to watch it before so we can talk about it. But if it happens, if it happens before um, nine o'clock, I'd be awake at 1130 to finish it. I'm with you. Okay. We are, we are aligned on so many things so far. This is good. <laughs> this is very good. Okay. So let's talk business. Let's, um, I kind of want to get a little insight into your light bulb moment. You know, that moment when you were like, I need to create something like there's a gap. Um, I see it. I can vision it. Um, how did uh, Lauren Napier Beauty get started? Talk to us about the philosophy behind your brand too. There's there's a few different moments that happened um, that okay. that prompted to create the brand. 
one, just as an entrepreneur altogether, I have to be honest, I felt like the beauty market itself was very saturated. Like how many red lipsticks and orgasm blush, uh, you know, colors can come yeah. out and fill that, fill the need um, in the space in the market. And I'm not saying one is better than the other, but the colors mm. are just so similar. Um, so what did I need to do? I was thinking and thinking and thinking because I'd been asked uh, to create a color with a brand I did and it was great. It was very successful. And um, I I liked that. Um, I liked the creative aspect. So I was on a flight um, from Australia to Dubai. I was on hiatus from my job at Saturday Night Live. We take a winter hiatus um, Mm -hmm. after the Christmas episode and I was traveling with a friend. Okay. who was asleep at the window seat or I was sitting at the window seat. He was asleep in the middle seat and Mm -hmm. it just got so hot as we're traveling over the equator and I'm never hot. So that was like bizarre for me. So I reach into this bag that I had that I carefully curated specifically for these like two 14 hour flights that I would take. And I, I reach into this bag with all of my cosmetic goodies and I pulled out very expensive makeup wipes that I purchased and they were bone dry. Oh so, no. And I even had my Avion spray, so I tried to spray them and it just made it worse. And I I came home, I jotted down my ideas, and I'm really proud to say that it does everything it says it's going to do. Uh it cleanses, nourishes, hydrates, it's gentle, it's effective. Um, but then it's made ethically, and that was something that was really important to me as I learned that you know, 30% of makeup wipes are guarded before use, or I'm sorry, before completion, because, um, because Mm. they dry out similar to the experience that I had. So uh, I came up with a concept that uh, delivers them individually packaged, which might seem counterintuitive for the, um, you know, the environmentalists that are out there. But actually, the packaging is 100% recyclable. And the wipes can be used on demand. So a package of wipes that has 50 in it may last you six months, you know, Oh, and okay. so that might not be the best for, um, for me, it's great for the environment. And overall, that's the most important part. So, uh, the wipes are made in the U S they're manufactured with solar energy. They are cruelty free. Nice. The packaging is recyclable. So we've really done all the work for you. All you have to do is recycle the packaging and we're even, working on a new fabric formula that is 100% biodegradable, but still just as lush and as plush as what already exists. So I'm really excited for that. That's sweet. You guys have really thought about like the ins and outs of how to make this the most sustainable uh, as possible. That's awesome. Yeah, that was my goal. But you know, even yeah. more so, I want to say that the reason that um, wipes were so important to me is because I we need something that's functional, right? Of course, if, if you're going to have a product, you might as well do what it says it's going to do and make your life yeah. easier. But in the makeup room, my my clients will say, my actors, they would sit in my chair and they would say something that was like so self-deprecating. It was mm-hmm. always very flattering to my work and my abilities. Like, oh, I wish I looked like this every day or can you come to my house or just, yeah. you know, and it made me feel really sad because these are beautiful people you know, and, and, Mm -hmm. um, they have so much to offer. And the first thing that they would say was something negative. And I just thought about the everyday woman, um, who is exceptionally beautiful in her own way and how she feels. And I thought, you know, there's, there is a ceremony that comes with applying makeup, but Mm -hmm. there, you should feel equally as beautiful when you're taking it off. And that's where our trademark comes in. There's beauty in taking it off because, it's a double entendre. At the end of the day, you feel the best after you have been out into the world and, and you've, you know, you've veiled yourself with makeup, mm-hmm. the face and you come home and you derobe and you unveil and you take the day away. You feel at your best and you're most safe and you're most relaxed and the most beautiful, I think, for the most part. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's where the concept of there's beauty and taking it off came in. So there's, there were many ideas that went into creating this product, but you know, it's important to tell the story because it appeals to so many people. It's the experience yeah. of so many people. 
And I think I read somewhere that it took about 18 months from concept to launch. Is that about right? It did. I went like really hard. You know, I was pushing to make sure that these products got out into the world as fast as, as they could. And only for the reason that people so often have ideas, but if you don't put your ideas into action, you know, they stay in your notebook. Oh, you yeah. know, they, they stay in your head. And, that's and then the, somebody else launches it, by the way. They'll never have your idea, but it'll be something potentially similar. And so the goal was really just to make sure that I had this great idea. Let me get it out into the world because I'm not the only one who feels like this and needs to be empowered by this and, you know, needs to use this product. Exactly. Okay, so listen, makeup wipes have typically had this like bad perception, right, of like drying out your skin. I mean, I know I'm a skin, I love skincare. Like if I wasn't working in hair care, I'd definitely be working in skincare. I'm totally obsessed with it. However, I do have sensitive skin, so I can't just like try any and everything and I've you know I've even had bad experiences with with skin wipes um skin wipes with makeup removal wipes before but like so tell me like what's so special about yours how do yours I guess erase the negative perception around um makeup wipes well here's the thing I think people want to give makeup wipes this bad reputation but it's like listen if it's between you sweating at them or you um you know, sleeping out at your boyfriend's house or traveling and not washing your face, then this is the best alternative, right? And I'm not saying that, that like, you know, makeup wipes are going to replace your, you know, um, during your five-step beauty routine. But if you're going to go to bed and you're too tired, pull one of these babies out and, um, and, and clean up. Or, or if you're at the gym or at this point right now, right, if you're walking around with a mask on and your face is sweating, you can, you know, just wipe uh, your skin under your mask and refresh and clean up and remove the sweat that causes congestion that causes breakouts. But, um, you know, so there's definitely a benefit. And I do, I know that makeup wipes get a bad rep, but, you know, Lauren, if your beauty is all made with, um, it's made with lots of botanical ingredients. So the main ingredient is water, then aloe, cucumber, chamomile, um, because that is going to cleanse and nourish and hydrate and soothe your skin. And then the formulas are all different. We've got cleanse, we've got flaunt, and we've got la rose. Cleanse is going to meet the needs of kind of everybody's skin. And then we've got uh, flaunt. And then we've also got La Rose. And flan is for your more dry skin or your summer skin conditions where you're just a little bit depleted. So flan is perfect for the summer. And then you've got La Rose, which is a rose water infused. Um, you know, rose water helps to balance oils, uh, helps to balance inflammation and also congestion. So that's really good because, again, people are experiencing that um congestion and oily skin in the summer but also just because it's the mask is covering up your face and you just need a little something to help keep you clean so um you know it's it's well thought out and the wipes are thought out based on different skin conditions and different skin uh skincare needs beautiful i'm i was looking at them um on your website the other day and i'm definitely going to be purchasing the um the cleanse. Uh, I'm going to give that a try and see if that will kind of change my perception. I'm already, like, I'm loving the packaging. I love, like, the jumbo with, like, the, the little packs, and they're all individually wrapped. I loved, I love that. So and you know what? I like, shall be purchasing. It's a big pack. It's, like, this almost the size of my torso. I don't have any in front of me right now, but people okay. are shocked when they get them. I'm, like, I'm, I'm looking all around. Our office is, is in flux, and so a lot of stuff is, like, in my... Actually, a lot of stuff is at my apartment, and um, I have nothing in front of me to show you. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I can imagine. I've, I actually saw one of your IG stories where you were holding it, and I could see, like, literally how big the pack was. So, I mean, it's like, and it's designed to um, uh, not necessarily fill up space, but, you know, it's designed so that uh, so that you use it and you enjoy it. So that's great. So... You are in the world of beauty, okay? I am so curious to know, is there anything that you wish you knew before joining the beauty industry? Anything 
anything that I wish I knew. I mean, I've been in so many sides of the beauty industry because I was a makeup artist at the counter. That's where I first got my intro. I um, launched, I opened the Mac store at the Forum Shops in Caesars Palace. So that's a Mac store that does like millions of dollars every year. Open from 8 a.m. to midnight in Las Vegas. Um, I also, what else did I do? Like, I worked in film and TV. Um, I did a lot of weddings during wedding season. That was always fun. I did like really high end, like beautiful weddings. And so, um, you know, that means I was a freelancer. And then, you know, my, my career in TV has spanned so many years. Um, and now I am a founder and an entrepreneur. So I've kind of touched a lot of different spaces. And um, so what I would, you know, I've learned a lot. But what I would say, I've also learned a lot of things personally. So it's like, <laughs> where shall I go? Um, beauty has um, has evolved. And I love the evolution. I am fortunate that I started in a place um, like Mac. Because Mac was, you know, all races, all ages, all genders. Yep. And um, that really, I'm not sure that that informed my um impression of beauty because that all groups of people and all walks of life were always part of my life from you know my immediate family into the my you know chosen family and my friends so um it um it it didn't inform me but it made me feel good that there was a place that everyone was welcome Mm -hmm. and so um I I definitely loved working for Mac in that capacity um and learning more about people, I suppose, um, mm-hmm. uh, that maybe weren't my relatives, but that became <laughs> my friends. I learned, let's see, what else? From a from a color space. I mean, I learned yes. that working at Mac, like so many other brands didn't have the range. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about the range, but they didn't. And no. so um, my perception of, of the beauty industry was informed there because I would go to other lines and I would want to use other products and they wouldn't have um, products that um, would meet my needs. And while I'm a brown skin girl, I'm not a really dark brown skin girl. And I always, if you're leaving me out, you're leaving a swath of other people out and that's not okay. Exactly. Um, You know, so there's that. And then again, I worked in television and film so often where I was the only black person behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Uh, The person of color in the room or in the department and so um, I learned that the expectation for me was much higher than the expectation for my colleagues Uh, that was reinforced because even though Mac was all you know ages races sexes genders Mm -hmm. colors whatever the line is now uh, I was always expected to to uh, help a customer who looked more like me than my colleagues and so that that is consistent um, hmm. what I'm like, what else, how, where, how, where do we want to take this? I've learned so, <laughs> you know, part of like life and being a better person all the time is trying to learn. And so, uh, right. because I've learned so much, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know how to fully answer that question. It's fine. So, I think you've given me a lot to go on there. I mean, honestly, I'd like to even go down the road of like understanding confidence killers, right? Like we all had them growing up. I'm yeah. super curious to know if, you know, if you had any, I want to assume. Um, and if you did, like, what were they? I definitely had a lot of confidence killers because I was a late bloomer, um, which I actually am thankful for today because it gave me personality. I have mm-hmm. always been the exact same person. I just didn't always look like this. Right. And so your personality in that space has to really shine through. And it's ironic because now we live in this world, or at least I have immersed myself in the world of beauty. Um, but I think that's why I see it from a different perspective. Um, mm-hmm. And I I am so um, attracted to natural beauty and differences and what's unique versus the uh-huh. conformity and that I just find to be so unappealing. Um, confidence killers, you know, um, they exist. Definitely. And like, because I was such a late bloomer, I was teased. And I know the word bullying is very, uh, it's heavily used. I don't think I was bullied, but I was certainly harassed. 
Uh, growing up, I was really skinny and I had braces and, you know, your just traditional story. And in the black community, obviously, if you're skinny, you don't have a booty and you don't have any boobs. Mm. So you are going to get tortured by the boys. And I was tortured uh, by three boys. And those same boys are feeling a lot differently about me today. So. I bet. <laughs> Sayonara, I, guys. At 15, there was a, not even 15, she must have been like 13. We were in middle school, and uh, this girl that I know said, um, one day, everything that everybody's making fun of, they are going to love about you. They're even going to have surgery to look like you. She was like 13, and she was just this like old soul and this old spirit, and I think, you know, my, my lips were too big. Now everybody's got fake lips. Now I got a everybody's got booty implants you know yep. like you know i'm a brown skin girl everybody's trying to like get dark bronze yes. up i had um you know they used to say i look like an alien or like a horse because of my cheekbones and now look they people got some botox and collagen and so um homegrown uh, yeah they were confidence killers but that girl in my class and i'll i don't know if she wants to be named but i remember her name very well <laughs> um uh, she was not a confidence killer, but a confidence booster. And I always just think if you are going to be somebody in someone's life, try to be the confidence booster instead of the confidence killer. Um, she Facts. was one person that made a huge impact in a room full of people who would make fun of me. And so, um, you know, that and I think obviously like my mother always instilled um, confidence in me. So it was really hard to. It wasn't hard to kill it. I definitely would go home crying, but I had some positive reinforcement um, at home, so I did okay. So shout out to all those confidence boosters out there, and how about we try to boost somebody else's confidence once in a while, right? That's it. Are you tearing people down or are you building people up? Yes, exactly. All right, skincare ingredients. I mean, you work in the world of product development. You know what works, you know what doesn't work, you know what to use what for what. What are your favorite skincare ingredients right now? My favorite skincare ingredients, you know what? I love apricot oil, avocado oils, coriander. Um, what else do I love? Um, you know, I I keep it real simple. Water. Water yep. is, is like the life force and the life source. And it is, um, mm-hmm. you know, it makes everything grow. If yep. you're drinking, skin's going to be beautiful. If you're using water to cleanse your skin, it's the most pure form. Um, and so uh, what else? What else do I love? Um, so why do you like apricot oil? That one's popped up um, more recently for me. Just people that I've either interviewed or just spoken to offline. Like what is so special about apricot oil? It is very soothing. It mm. glides on and it, it's so smooth. Um, and it, the payoff is beautiful, but then it just makes your skin look really quite radiant. And it is reflective and it's also protective. Um, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's got a lot of vitamin E, which obviously nice. is healing. Yeah. Yeah. So that, okay. um, I, I love apricot oil, but I also eat a lot of apricots. So there you go. You <laughs> it get it in two different ways. <laughs> it it's good for your skin. I'm going to have to check it out now. I have an obsession with oils in general. I love body oils. Um, love oils for my hair etc so uh I'll, I'll be looking up apricot oil for sure i just love oils mm-hmm. you know? i think for a long time that everyone wanted that matte dry skin and i always thought no nothing is more beautiful than yes. when you have that like glow mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be sweaty but when you're just glowing it's yeah good it just yeah. looks healthy it just looks that's, like healthy skin that's it that's absolutely that's <sighs> the answer all right, listen, so we are in the world of quarantine. I don't know what month we're in now. I've stopped counting. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of us have started to adopt or have been adopting a lot of self-care rituals and, you know, time with self. Have you adopted any self-care rituals that actually incorporate any black-owned, black women-owned businesses, for example? Uh, but that didn't start during quarantine. You know, that that was something that was always important Black woman-owned brands and then also women-owned brands. And then I've got friends in the LGBTQ community whose products I also use. And so I'm happy to, you know, give shout-outs to everyone. But um, I love, um, gosh, there's so many. 
Give us um, your top who, three. I can give you top three body products and then top three face products. Let's do it. Three. So my top three, um, let's do face. My top three face. Oh, I'll start with the top of my head, hair. Colorful Exchange has this fabulous um, scalp oil. It's mm. divine. Um, and it, I swear it made my hair grow like an inch. I mean, my hair is kind of growing like crazy right now. Um, but I love Colorful Exchange. And then uh, Sunday to Sunday has a fabulous, mm-hmm. um, a really fabulous like hair, whole hair care system. And I know mm-hmm. people want to... Uh, speak to some of the celebrity hair care brands that are black owned, but let's, let's take it down a notch to the smaller black owned brands. Small businesses. Yeah. And, and, and their products are like in a warehouse and they're slinging those boxes for us. So Sunday to Sunday is really awesome. And then, um, I love essentially Amber because she has these really cool combs. Um, and they're just, they're just great. They're like these tortoise shell, different styles, but she's got like apple, and um you know brushes and combs that are different sizes that help you you know comb through that natural hair so face so i'm using dr rose ingleton okay Uh, she's a dermatologist and she's phenomenal she's got a absolutely gorgeous line of like dry skin that's what i have that's what i'm using Mm -hmm. uh she's got a serum and a moisturizer that's fabulous um Beneath Your Mask, which is another serum that I think is absolutely stunning. And I know she's getting a lot of info, a lot of attention. Um, I'm using Get Hyper. I'm not going to lie. This stuff really, really, really works. Um, I had a little story. I was cooking two Christmases ago, and I burned myself because I was cooking with no pants on. And (laughs) I had burn on my leg. And I've been using Get Hyper and, you know, it's it's in a really bad spot to where it constantly folds and bends. Yeah. It gotcha. doesn't get to see the light of day. Mm-hmm. So I started using Get Hyper when it launched and like it has completely lightened and brightened this area. Um, hmm. Like it's transformative. So I think definitely get involved with that if you're battling hyperpigmentation. Now that's for your face, but I'm using it on my body and I'm using Hana Hana. Um, that's- they sold out. I tried to buy something the other day. <laughs> Listen, I know why it sold out because it's it, the stuff just works. It's really great. And I'm using that with the Love Scrub, which is a mesh body exfoliator. And it is keeping my skin so soft. So combined with like all of these very um, delightful brands, that I mean like I'm using it all and then you know I go into my my uh just woman woman owned brands I love agent nature I love fur um I did a Mm -hmm. my own like self bikini wax and I use fur which is like a pubic hair oil that helps to reduce ingrown hairs that stuff is great gosh so so many you have quite the directory you are like a walking directory right now I am. I am. Oh, and I was going to say Leland Francis. Leland Francis has some of the best um, face oils out there. And that's my LGBTQ friend. Um, he is from Oklahoma and is a Latino Sweet. gentleman. Um, actually, he did Beyonce's makeup. Nice. And a celebrity makeup artist and a friend of mine. We met when we worked together at the beauty counter many years ago in Bloomingdale's. But um, I'm not saying it because he's my friend, but I'm saying it because this product is absolutely like a sensation and so I'm really proud to know all of these people with these really great um, products and of course you are in the lineup in there as well I mean honestly I did not expect you to drop as many names as you did guys I hope you have your notebook if not rewind and take note and start following these these people let's let's start to support our brands you know let's support our small businesses let's elevate them let's share info let's I'm really I'm really gung-ho about this stuff now it's all about using our voices and platforms to let others know what brands are out there so we can support absolutely it makes me happy and you know I and I will say too while we're talking about products and new products so 2021 for me is going to see lots of new products so I'm excited to um to share that in this moment and um, they will be hopefully products that are in everyone's arsenal and on everyone's list of things to have and try. Okay. So you can't just drop that and not give us 
insight into what you might be launching without going into too much detail if you can't? I can, you know, just like we talked about, makeup wipes can be used when necessary, but maybe are not part of your constant five-step skincare routine. I'm adding um, products that will complement, you know, our wipes, but products that enrich your skincare wardrobe. So just like you change your clothes, Mm. just like you change, you know, your diet from winter to summer, you're also going to want to change your skincare routine. So I launching some really beautiful products that are going to meet the needs of all skin, all times of year um, and for all functions. And for uh, it's a well, so what I will say is that we have another makeup remover, which is very good. And it, which is very what? It's like, it's, it's like a makeup remover balm because I've used it in my Instagram stories and it is so light and so it's just so clean. It mm-hmm. glides on. It doesn't burn. It doesn't irritate. And it just totally melts the makeup away. Amazing. So this I I'm want that already. <laughs> oh, you will. You will. And so we've got some nourishing products and some multifunctional products. Everything mm-hmm. that I have now is going to serve more than one purpose. purpose. Um, because we like to mix, right? We like yeah. to um, have a product that has more than one use. Yeah. Get get our bang for our buck. And okay. um, then the nourishing products are going to be incredibly nourishing, incredibly soothing. You are going to feel good. It's going to smell good. And you are going to just enjoy the moments that you are taking it off. Uh, it all sounds <laughs> so delicious. I can't wait. <laughs> Your skin is going to just delight. So I'm very excited. So, so pampering, I'm sure you do a lot of that. Like, what does your ultimate nighttime skincare routine look like today? Well, I love a good shower and a good steam. And so I know people want to, you know, talk about saving their water and conserving, but that is the one thing that I do for myself. I like Mm. a nice, hot shower. My dermatologist says the water is too hot. That's why my skin's dry. In the shower, I use essential oils and I just take a nice long breathe in of eucalyptus or peppermint or lavender. Just depends on how I feel. Yeah. Uh, And body oils, body scrubs. And I just moisturize my whole body and scrub my body. Uh, And then I, what do I do? I have a nice glass of water. Not wine, not always. Cause wine okay, is, yeah. okay. I do like a room temperature water. I thoroughly uh, enjoy hydrating before bed. And I just slather on the moisturizer, just the creams like my Hana Hana, or I use uh, Agent Nature. Sometimes I use, um, who else do I use? Noto, N-O-T-O, uh, or uh, Laya. I think that's the way you pronounce it. Um, L-I-H-A, right? That's, oh, it's so good. And she's got a candle that's next to my bed. So lately I've been lighting the candle and just, you know, taking a moment. Mm-hmm. Like you can see me now, I'm like moving. But <laughs> taking a moment to just breathe it in, practice a little gratitude at night. Like shit is so hard right now. And it's just, it's, it's hard for me. I think it's hard for everybody. Mm-hmm. We're experiencing something that's different and constantly challenging and ever changing and so uncertain. So I'm just yeah. practicing gratitude at night for the things that make sense to me, the things that don't make sense, mm-hmm. the, the challenges that I'm facing and, uh, you know, just giving myself the grace to just like deal with it and overcome it. You know, it's like, it's not easy. So those moments of self-care at night, um, help me to just like shut down the day and get ready to sleep really well and wake up and restart in the morning. So that's, you know, that's my routine. I think something that I think women really should be doing is incorporating nice things and luxurious things into their lives so that they do feel better. You know, I think, yeah, the way that you live and what you consume is so important. Absolutely. Um, the other thing that I do, you know, my routine starts at dinner. Like I really enjoy my foods and anybody who follows me knows that I am cooking a lot and eating a lot, but what I'm eating and what I'm cooking is 
good for me and tastes delicious mm-hmm. and helps me sleep. Um, and there's a difference. So I, I recommend everyone start their routines, um, you know, their nighttime routines with good dinner and good, good self-care practices. So you get a good night's sleep and a good start in the morning. I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right, guys, I wish you could see Lauren's hair right now. Um, You can go check her out on her Instagram. She's got some great photos and great videos. Um, And obviously me being hair woman, (laughs) uh, especially textured hair, it's an obsession for me. So, Lauren, where are you in your hair journey today? So I have natural hair, but I've had natural hair for a long time. I transitioned with my hair naturally um, many years ago, but I always wore it straight. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. relaxed. It was just constant blowout. Okay. Um, Then I shaved my head. I saw that. I saw that pic. Yeah. 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 I shaved it. I mean, I went like, I totally shaved everything off and it was good. It looks amazing, by the way. I I think you just suit like all hairstyles. Not all, but that's one that's all right with me. Um, <laughs> so it did well, and and I loved it. And then during that grow-out phase where it was kind of short, kind of long, I did braids, and braids just completely changed uh, my life because it made things ultra easy, except for, mm-hmm. you know, the one day that you wash them and then the day that you go sit for eight hours and have them braided. Yeah, um, literally. But, uh, and so, so now my hair has grown back basically fully to the length it was when I cut it nice. um, it's back and it is in full force and so what my journey consists of now I'm using to wash my hair I use this combination of hair staff a firm and Mazzani depending on how my hair feels if it needs to be detangled if it feels a little dry you know if it you know I if I didn't do my two strand twist and I fell asleep mm-hmm. and it's all smashed up, you know, every day is a different look, but uh, every wash has a different combination of product. Mm-hmm. So I'm using a few things. Um, I do my two strand twist. I use Chuamora. I use Balmain, believe mm-hmm. it or not. They've do- got something that actually works. And so that's me being extra, but it is what it is. I <laughs> so use- long as it does the job. It does the job. Um, but we're using it sparingly because I don't think I'll ever be able to find it again. I got it actually in Paris and, mm. um, it's, it's my favorite. It's like one of the best hair glosses that I've ever used. Um, Sweet. I am using colorful exchange. She, I mentioned that I think before I you am did. using, um, oh my gosh, I think it's Ahara H A A H A U R A really great um apothecary she's got a scalp oil and it's almost like a balm and i use it on my scalp um and my scalp feels so good after no itching no flaking no any of that i'm using the shower cap oh yeah shower cap is good for my hair in the shower and then i've been using mine for a while now actually Yeah, I love it. I think it's really great. And I actually bought one for my best friend. She did the most incredible favor for me. And I was like, I have a shower cap. She's always wearing plastic shower caps, but I bought one for her. And they're not cheap. That'll be the most expensive shower cap one will ever buy. Another female entrepreneur says that it'll last a lifetime. So if it doesn't, you guys might want to call her. (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh, I can't think of it, but I have the the most fabulous satin lined cap. Um, and it's also can double as a shower cap. That is for sure in my Instagram stories because it is really, it's satin line. It's not too tight. Um, if I do a two strand twist and I put that baby on, it is cute in the morning. Oh, is that the Grace LAA slap cap? No, this is a different brand and I cannot remember. Okay. I'm so sorry. I don't remember it, but I will email you the name. Amazing. All right. So listen, look, as women of color, as black women, we are definitely, I'm definitely sensing that we're becoming more and more, you know, empowered to kind of set up our, our own beauty standards and define what beauty means for ourselves um, or for ourselves, I should say. How has the state of the country or the world today, how has that influenced your exploration of your authentic self? Well, I will say this. 
I always felt like I was very true to myself. That's mm. one of the things that um, I feel like resonates with people and, and my brand and has because I've always been an advocate and a champion for black women, black people, black lives, right? Um, women in general, my LGBTQ community, like mm-hmm. everybody. I'm always using my voice and speaking what I believe. Mm-hmm. And so what's happening right now is not different. It's just being highlighted. And yep. so am I talking about it more? I'm not sure I'm talking about it any more or less than okay. I was. What I will say, though, is that I'm more vocal about the economic disparities that exist um, mm-hmm. for black people. You know, I am working on an uh, initiative called Consider Something Better, yes. which is corporations and conglomerates to give back to the businesses that have actually grown their businesses. So women who are the black women specifically are the fastest group, fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in the country. Yeah. Uh, according to Forbes, we yeah. start 89 percent of the startups every year. That's according to like tech crunches and things. I've got all the statistics there. And they're staggering. And black women's voices are not being heard. And we're not necessarily respected in the way that we should be. And so I am speaking loudly and boldly and fiercely to that. Because without economic um, empowerment, without the ability to grow and scale our brands, we will be stuck in the startup phase forever. Mm -hmm. And because we are so influential with our hair, makeup, beauty, body, yeah. You know, everything we say becomes a hashtag, becomes some pop culture. I mean, to the point where on the news, the commentators are like, it's a drop the mic moment, which gets on my nerves. But that is who we are. And that's how we we influence the world with every word that we say, with every move that we make and every bit of fashion and beauty. We inspire all of the culture. Yeah. And you so said it. important that we're able to monetize um, our own creativity and it not be monetized and sold back to us. And so I'm always advocating and championing black women. And I always will. Just spending time to focus on how we build each other up. You're doing something amazing there. Yeah. All right. Well, we're close to the end now. I just kind of want to, because you've dropped a lot as it pertains to like, your favorite beauty products, but let's do the scenario, right? Walk, you know, walk with me here. You are stranded on a desert island, okay? You can only take three products, Lauren. Three products. One hair care, one skincare, and one makeup essential. There's too many things. You gotta you can do it. I believe in you. What would I take if I had was on an island, a desert island? One hair care, one skin care, and one makeup. body makeup. Mm-hmm. I could forfeit makeup. Okay, one body then. You get a body. I, I would take coconut oil. Wait, but what are you using it there for? What are you using it for? You can use coconut oil for everything. Right? I know you that, use- but you got to choose whether it's going to be hair care or skin care or whatever it is. I use coconut oil in my hair. And on my scalp uh-huh. and on my feet. <laughs> and I am going to take, geez, I'm going to take a sunscreen. Okay. All right. Take sunscreen because I want to protect my skin and preserve my skin. Mm-hmm. And I am going to take, I said forfeit, I'm going to take some sort of lip treatment. Because I don't want my lips being dry. Yeah, nobody likes a, yeah. But having yeah. a dry lip is, is stressful. Yeah, it is stressful. I mean, you know, I don't want my feet to be raggedy either, but coconut oil is going to have to manage that for me too. It will. It'll do, it'll do, <laughs> it will do the job. I trust that it would. I trust that it will as well. So Lauren, any final messages that you want to leave for our listeners that we haven't touched on yet? Well, you know, the message that I want to leave for all of the listeners, well, one, thank you for listening to this entire conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to say that now is a tough time, I think, for everyone. And just be true to yourself. Give yourself grace. 
we mm-hmm. all know we're doing the best that we can. So um, pat yourself on the back, take a break, take a nap, mm-hmm. drink some water, do all the things that you can do to restore yourself. Um, the old normal is gone, and I yeah. hope the new normal becomes better for everyone. Um, uh. Just do your best to be kind to other people. You know, you never know what anybody is going through, and so you just want to be like the light in someone's day and not the dark. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Lauren, so where can our listeners uh, find you to keep up with all the cool things that you're doing and new launches you've got coming up next year? So you can find Lauren Napier Beauty uh, on Instagram. That's where I am uh, very often. I think, where else can you find me? And you can find me at Lauren Napier on Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn and I think Facebook is Lauren Napier Beauty. So wherever you are, just look for Lauren Napier and my little brown face will pop up. Lauren, thank you so much for joining me today in the lounge. It was so good to get to know you, to get to understand what motivates you and what your favorite, you know, skin, body, hair, treasures are. And I personally am looking forward to seeing you continue to grow and continue to launch new stuff and I think one of the most powerful things, the messages that you left with us today is just, um, you know, supporting small businesses, you know, and really, you know, elevating their platforms and talking about them. You are a walking directory. (laughs) Um, So thank you for sharing um, all of those brands. And I will tag as many of them as I can as possible so that everyone listening can go find them very easily. That's it. Thank you. 